Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, Jesus says, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. My friend, this is about being something, not so much about doing something. We're called to be the light, not just do light sort of things. And there is a difference there. And I hope we can grasp that together today as we read. Jesus says, you are the light of the world. The first thing he wants to do here is to put the attention on ourself. He says, listen, sometimes you look to me too much. How could we look too much to Jesus? In this way, when we say, Jesus, that's not my job. That's your job. It is your job, my friend, and my job to be a light. To be the light of the world. Jesus, who was the light of the world, tells us that we are the light of the world. Think about that for a second. Wow. Put the attention on yourself for a minute. I know you're good and you're humble and you want the attention on Jesus. But Jesus now is putting the attention on you. You are the light of the world. He says a city on a hill cannot be hidden. The encouraging thing here for you and for me is that even if we were to try to hide ourselves, we could not hide ourselves. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. He says, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand. And why do they put it on a stand? And it gives light to all in the house. That's what the Lord wants through you and through me is to give light to everyone in the house. He says in the same way, let your light shine. Do you realize that you have a light on the inside of you? It's your light. It's what Jesus has shown you. It's what he's done in you. It's what the Lord has done in me. You have a light. I love that he says your light, not someone else's light. Not some person's, not some guy's doctrine, not some lady's testimony. It's your light. Let your light shine before men so that they may see your good works and give glory to who? To your Father who is in heaven. Now, I want to be honest with you for a second. I felt like Jesus was contradicting contradicting himself, contradicting himself. Yeah, there we go. He tells us that let your light shine before others that they may see your good works and glorify your father. But if you turn the page with me over here to Matthew chapter six, verse one, he says, beware of practicing your righteousness before others in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward by your fathers in heaven. So he goes on to say, don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. Do it in secret. 
And he says, when you pray, don't pray in the street corners like the hypocrites that sound the trumpet before they pray because they love to be seen by others. Instead, when you pray, go into a secret place and shut the door. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. So just like one page later, uh, less than like a handful of verses here, he's saying the exact opposite thing. Let your light shine before others so they may see your good works. And then beware of practicing your righteousness before others in order to be seen by them, for you will have no reward from your father. Jesus, what are you trying to tell me here? One of the things I love about Jesus is that he does many times preach two opposing viewpoints. And the reason he's doing this is because he's creating a pathway where there's a ditch on one side and then there's a ditch on the other side. And he, like a wonderful pastor, wonderful counselor, is giving you one ditch and then real soon he'll come along and he'll give you the other ditch. And you're like, Lord, you're saying two opposite things. And he says, no, I'm not. I'm keeping you on the path. I don't want you falling into the ditch of not letting your light shine. Keeping it too secret. And then I don't want you falling into the ditch over here of living for the praises of man and wanting to showcase everything all the time. Both are a ditch. Where I want you to be is somewhere in between both of these. So how do, we, how do we get in between these things with being a Christian, with letting our light shine? I mean, we're called to be the light of the world. But we don't want to turn into some Pharisee on a street corner blowing a trumpet. I think the important thing is to understand that we're called to not do light, but we're called to be light. He doesn't say you do the light of the world or you do light sort of things. He says you are the light. That's an essence, an identity of who you are. You are light. And then he encourages us first with this, that we're like a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. That no matter, even if you were to try your, to hide yourself, you couldn't hide yourself. You are the light of the world. You're a city on a hill. So I just want to encourage you for a second that even if you think you're not being a good testimony to Christ or you're not really living the life outwardly or you're not sharing your faith, you're not pointing people to Jesus and all of those things we want to do as Christians, Jesus is encouraging us here. That's impossible. If you are the light and that light is in you, you cannot hide it. You cannot hide it. You're a city on a hill that cannot. Be hidden, my friend. It reminds me of a moment when I first gave my life to Christ at 16. I was so afraid to tell other people about Jesus. I, I've My whole life, I have dealt with issues of... Um, I was bullied when I was young, and I just really worry what other people think about me a lot. And it still is an issue today I have to take to the cross. But thanks be to God, He delivers me from that. But, you know, being human, you've got to take your path to the cross repeatedly. When I gave my life to Christ at 16 for like really seriously, I said, Lord, I'll follow you. I'll do whatever you want me to do. Just don't ever make me tell anyone else about you. I actually prayed that to Jesus. Just don't make me tell anyone else about you. You know, he is so good and so loving. He just said, "Okay." I felt in my heart. He's like, "Okay, I'll work with that. 
Well, was it too much later? I started inviting friends to church. <laughs> God knew what he was doing. But I was always kind of secretive about my faith. I, I never told very many people about it. I would wear Christian t-shirts. I would try to witness, but I wasn't a very good evangelist. I was so afraid. I'd like, I remember inviting a friend to church saying, will you go to church with me? He said, no. And I was like, okay, that's, that's fine. You don't have to go. And I'm like, I'm never inviting anyone to church again. And then the next week I invited another girl to church. So God was working with me. But I remember feeling as I was graduating high school, like I really wasn't being effective for Jesus because I wasn't telling very many people about him regularly. And there I was graduating from high school and this girl came up to me and she said, Sam, what is it about you? You're different. You're not like everyone else. I've never seen you angry. I've never heard you talk bad about anyone. You always have a smile on your face and you seem happy. Wow, that really hit me. That I didn't realize this, but people were seeing me even when I didn't think they were seeing me. I was wanting to be a testimony and a light about Jesus and trying to figure out how to share my faith and being too afraid to share it. But all along, I was sharing it. I was declaring it with every smile on my face, with every kind word I shared, with every helpful thing I did for anybody. I was sharing it. And that light was like a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. Now, Jesus said, don't be like the Pharisees who like to do their acts of righteousness before others in order to be seen by them. The Pharisee is different in this. They are doing their act, their act of righteousness that they do. They're doing it publicly for everyone to see. The Christian who has Christ, the light of the world in them that are becoming the light of the world themselves are doing it because of who they are. And they're doing it all of the time. And that's what Jesus wants his disciples to see here on the, on the mountain as he's teaching them. I want you to do your acts of righteousness because it's who you are. Not because you're trying to make a statement. Not because you're trying to do something publicly. Not because you want to draw attention to yourself. But because it's who you are. Light is in you. So light comes out of you. And it comes out of you all of the time. And you don't have to try to be a testimony because you are a testimony. You don't have to learn great techniques on how to share the gospel, on how to win a soul, or how to win an argument to lead someone to Jesus. Listen, you are a city on a hill that cannot be hidden, my friend. That light won't die in you. God won't die in you. He is alive in you everywhere you go. Just let him out. Know him. Love him. Walk with him and let it out. Isn't that encouraging? Oh, it so encourages me that I don't have to stand on a street corner and declare the gospel in order to be a light. But what I do have to do to turn people to Jesus is I have to be the light. Let me ask you really quickly that story about me in the high school. Which would have been better 
For me to craft my technique as a young evangelist and share the gospel to every single kid in my high school. I'm talking 3,000 kids. And make sure I shared Jesus with 3,000 kids and walked them through how to be saved and taught them all of this. And I was just a young, aspiring, incredible evangelist. But I was cranky, rude, judgmental, mean, angry, depressed. Or for me to walk into my school and be filled with joy, life, love, affirmation of others, pouring the Jesus that was in me out of me, being a light, and not sharing the gospel once with anyone. Now, I know those are two huge extremes here, but just for the sake of illustration, you know, both of them, I think, are a ditch, honestly. Both are a ditch. One is the ditch on, I'm afraid to even share the gospel once. And the other ditch is, I don't even really live it on the inside. Which one do you think in the end is going to be more effective? I think the weakness with Christianity today is that we say the more effective thing is just to preach the gospel than to have it and live it. And I think I think that's our weakness today because it's not true. What people want, more than the words of your mouth, what they want is to see that you have a hold of something solid and real. You are a light. And I want to encourage you with this. I, I don't think anyone who shares the gospel every day would ever do that unless they have the light on the inside of them. They, they've got the light in them. That's why they would even do that in the first place. And I don't think anyone who actually has the gospel, has the light of Jesus, wouldn't love to share it every chance that they could get. So we're all somewhere in the middle there. We're not in either one of those ditches. But Jesus is encouraging you today that you are the light of the world. It's your identity. It's who you are. And the Pharisee wants to draw attention to themselves, right? So that they may be seen, so that they may be praised by their peers. But the Christian wants to draw attention to God, so that our Father may be glorified in heaven. That's the end result there. We want Him to be glorified. I'll end with this. I love this quote. It says, I be- the quote is, I believe in God like I believe in the Son. I believe in the sun, not just because I see the sun, but because by its light, I see all other things. By its light. And that's why I believe in God. Not just because I see God, but also because by God's light, I see all other things. Light doesn't draw attention to itself. The real power of light is drawing attention to everything else. Isn't that beautiful? The power of the sun isn't in that it's drawing all of our attention to itself, but that it's allowing us to have attention on everything else in a clear way, in a good way. And that's being the light of the world, the light in your job, the light in your family, the light in your neighborhood, or whoever you're around. Being the light in this world isn't about you drawing attention to yourself, saying, look at me, look at me, I have this all together. No. When you do the light, you are the light, and you're letting that out in whatever you do. What you're doing is you're showing the world the way God feels about them. 
God's shining on you, my neighbor. God's shining on you, my dear wife. God's shining on you, my precious children. God's shining on you, my co-workers. He's shining on you through me. He loves you. He thinks you're amazing. He died for you on a cross. He loves you so much. He gave his only son for you. You mean more to him than anything. Listen, that's the gospel. That's the beauty. That's the light of the world right there. Jesus didn't come in the world to teach us that the Father created the world. We already know that. Science teaches us that. We can do science experiments and find out there has to be a creator all-powerful that made all of this stuff. That's easy stuff. The hard stuff is understanding that in the midst of trial and suffering and evil and hardship, there is a loving God who loves you, who thinks about you every day, who cares about you, who gave his only son for you. And this is the light of Jesus and the light of Jesus that is in us, that comes to the world, is how God feels about them. And when you are the light of the world, you light them up and they see themselves now as desired by God, as redeemable by God, as the price was paid already for them by God, as loved by God. My friend, you are the light and you can't hide it. Even if you put it under a basket, that's just silly. No one would ever do that. Put it on its stand. Not so it draws attention to itself, but so that it draws attention to everyone else in the house and they can see themselves in God's light and in God's love.